we don't understand ancient writings because we're so different. So in ancient times, music was not entertainment. It wasn't entertainment, say, 500 years ago. Music was controlled by the government, and it was used to um, modify people's brainwaves, thinking patterns, and emotions. For example, Lao Tzu would make every little village come in and tune to the exact note, because if they tuned to a different disharmonious note, they wouldn't get along. So they had an understanding that that controlling the music controlled the people for entertainment. It's like when we grasped that, we lost our power. Finally, I am able to offer Bill Andrews amazing new anti-aging dietary supplement with TAM. This amazing product counteracts and suppresses the fundamental cause of aging, telomere shortening. TAM improves biological health in skin, vessels, brain, and bone. Specifically, it works to lengthen telomeres and cells, leading to younger and healthier cells. Currently, Define Time with TAM is the most effective anti-aging compound available in the world today. Listeners now receive 15% off with Sarah VIP 15. See additional research and learn more with the link below. Were they more advanced than us? Did they use sound connected to all the different? Yes. yes. And I'm using mixed sources here because I channel and do out of body, but using mixed sources, yes. I believe they were more of a group soul, which means we might communicate more mentally than with our voice and voice is more a tool. So I, I see these pictures of people healing with vowel sounds, A, E, they're different sounds, different pitches. It's the same pitch, A, E. Listen carefully, E sounds higher, but they're the same pitch, A, E. And that's because E has higher harmonics or after ripples. So some of their most in, um, powerful healing ingredients are vowel sounds. And I just have two new CDs out um, on vowel sounds and vowel sound chants. So I've seen these, these large choirs and they're doing vowel sounds and music isn't like we consider a song. I think music having a beginning or end was introduced when the Catholic church was controlling music and they had an amen at the end, which begged a beginning. But prior to that, think of music more like gorgeous wind chimes. Mm -hmm. And so music was more purposeful. Music was very pleasant, but it wasn't a, a three minute song and you would use it um, to heal your liver to cement a relationship, you would, you would use it for purpose. And they would, would differentiate, you know, what vowel sounds, what pitches, what rhythms, and um, what angle music was from you. And this is really kind of hard to get your hand, uh, I might get my thought around. So if I'm a musician and I'm singing at you, Sarah, and I'm singing at you face on, my sound waves hit you in the face. If you're facing this way, I'm only going to get to your left ear and your right brain because your head's in the way. And let's say I'm, you're like a three quarters angle. You're going to get a little bit of a mix. And why is that important? Well, let's do in another comparison. Think of the sun rising in the morning. 
dawn is sacred to me. It feels so beautiful. It's like, uh, and it's an angle of the sunlight. It's just, I don't even see the sun yet. I just see the bent angle. I see just a little bit of an angle. And that's, it feels sacred compared to noon when it's hitting me straight. So we can feel the difference in the light angle clearly. Even fall feels different than autumn when you're in the sun. I mean, fall and spring. Yes, because it does. They're, they're, it does. And so that's simply getting a frequency at a different angle. And then music at different angle would have the same impact. And they were so, they were clairvoyant. They're, they're using their senses more for seeing what notes you're missing, like Sherry Edwards does. Or like Donna Eden sees what colors you're missing. Yeah. So so let's say I'm in Lemuria, and um, somebody looks at me, or I look at me, and I got a dark spot right here in my chest. Well, that means I have a health issue. So right away I see it. Don't go to the doctor. Don't read a book. Don't do research. I just see it. Oops, on the spot. I know something's out of tune. Something's wrong. So then maybe if I go around touching plants, when I touch one, I'm going to connect with that energy and it'll lighten up. So I'll eat that plant. And that would to me be the beginning of herbology. You know, I've often wondered how the native people knew they would know thousands of plants and all these things you could do with it. How did they initially find that the laboratory, how much experimentation and and through this research, I've realized it was easy. They would they would see subtle energy like Sherry Edwards and like Donna Eden. And they would maybe feel the lack of harmony. They would tune in. They would trust themselves. And you could sing the right note and watch it lighten up or eat the right food. So did they use the sound and the music for... They used it for medicine, they used it for communication, they used it for, um, did they use it for entertainment at all, do you think? Well, I think, not to my knowledge, was it to my knowledge, it could be, but I think you made the very brilliant point earlier, is that when you're giving music that's really healing to someone, they love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is not that entertainment. Yes, it is. And did they use it for for science and physics? Did they have, did they have ships that flew? And did they have, you know, how advanced were they according to these writings? Okay, the, the writings don't get into that much. They'll do things like say that they moved huge rocks with sound. That's a common one. But again, um, I I want to be clear. Going back to my out of bodies, um, yeah, they they were more advanced in a right brain way, not a left brain way. So it was different. So then this is channeling. So again, not on solid rock here, but what I understand is that in the 2000 year period, there's a huge difference in the magnetic influence coming from inside the earth. So in 2000 years, our magnetic energy from the earth goes down quite a bit. So let's go back a quarter million years, maybe. How strong is it? And my understanding, for example, the, the beginning of the idea of witches is that 
Um, they would ride on the ley lines, which are just earth currents. And maybe something like a stick would be, or a broomstick would be perfect as a rudder. Mm -hmm. And then you would find them towards the end as, as the as time goes on and the magnetic forces of the earth lessen, you would find them maybe only ride on a full moon because it's stronger. The magnetic energy is stronger on a full moon. Mm. And there's your, there's the old lady on the broomstick in front of the full moon. So I think some of our fables um, were probably true. That's very interesting. So now we have a situation where we uh, uh, aren't connected. Like people say that you used to be able to see spirits and you used to be able to communicate with the in different dimensions and with all the Wi-Fi and with all the interference People say they can't. I, I know. I know people that say that 15 years ago they could see better than they can now, and it's like we're going to almost completely the other direction. In a way, but in a way not. I have another book out called Home of Power, and in Home of Power, what I'm suggesting is that your home is music. Music's created by height and length ratio. It's create intervals are created by ratios. Well. Everything in your home's a ratio, your pitcher, your rug, ceiling to floor, and it creates frequencies. In ancient time, they would measure the master of the house and they'd make music to size up with his body so that the same mathematics that use music were used in his home. The thought being, okay, I would love to say I meditate for hours a day, but quite frankly, I don't, and I'm kind of busy, so I'm lucky to get in five, 10 minutes. But I'm in my home maybe 20 hours a day. I can create those high vibes in my house. Think of how ancient people spent their money and doesn't how you spend your money to say, who are you? They spend it on temples. They spend it on these fabulous buildings. And they're not vain. It, it has purpose. So in the buildings, they're always built on ley line intersections. There's usually water underneath all the grand cathedrals in Europe. There's what they call black version. It's, it's a well. And so you have the steeples and you sing and you pray. And it's kind of like you draw down heavenly energies. And then you, you juice it up with music from the choir. And it settles down because of gravity. And it goes into the well. It goes into the water. And... You know, like if you look at what Mizuro Moto does, when you pray and bless the water, when it becomes holy, it becomes more structured, it becomes more healthy, and it feeds the whole area. And it, it's more than that. The, they're creating music and the frequencies, the tones, the health, just like they did music, just like they did in art, they do in buildings. So in your own home, you can um, create... Um, the frequencies and the energy that you need. And um, now I'm trying to think, what was your original question again? Just kind of how we, we, a lot of people feel that psychics ah, feel yeah. like it's harder to, yeah. Thank you. Okay. So in the Home of Power book, I, ha I describe all this and I have like nine chapters on different ways. One element is um, Wi-Fi. Um, microwaves, cell phone towers, da 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 da, and land energies. So we're all conscious and aware that, uh oh, 5G, 
that's a problem. But the earth is in duality and she has areas that are positive and negative as well. I'm not saying good and bad always. I'm saying positive and negative, like battery poles. So there are places on this earth where things grow really well and places where they don't. And it's not just environment, it's also earth energies. You can map them. And in the book, I talk about um, the ancient ways of coming up with little dowsing and mapping the energy currents in your home. So I go in my home, I map my home, and there's a negative line, positive line, negative line. And when two negative lines intercross, you get a lot of negative energy. Two positive energy lines from the earth cross, you get a lot of positive energy. Health is balance. Health is all. Health mm -hmm. is in the middle. And so if my bed is, is the center of a negative energy crossing, good chance I get cancer. And in fact, there were studies, um, one I'm thinking of right now is in Stetland, Poland, where a cancer institute went out to its patients and all of the cancer patients in that institute for cancer, um, they all were sleeping on an intersection of negative energy lines. Mm. And they can be moved. That's what those temples did. And there are methods. And I, I was um, very pleased to collaborate a bit with um, Ibrahim Karim, an Egyptologist who's into French radiophysiology, which is nothing other than ancient dowsing. And you can move these energy lines. And the same techniques to move the earth energy lines can be used for your cell phones, for the 5G, all that stuff. Um, I'm very sensitive and people are getting more sensitive. So it used to be when I worked on the computer, I would feel like pricks. It made me sick in an hour. And now I've used my shapes, energies from shapes, colors, things, and I am now energized at my computer. Oh, because you can, you can turn any, any energy into a positive. So even the 5G, if we knew how to work it and knew it's how to... It's already been done. Ibrahim yeah. Grimm has already done it. He did a study in Hamburg and Hamburg, both in Switzerland. They can't measure what he did because it's subtle energy, but they measured the effects before and after 5G. And he negated it with color and shapes. The whole town. So now let me ask you about this because the one thing that we're really, really worried about, and I'm talking to a lot of people who are in the use, they use frequency. You know, I talked to Sherry. There's a lot of other people I talk to uh, um, that are looking at this because of the vaccine that's coming out. We know the vaccine is going to do real damage to people and we're very concerned. It's going to hurt a lot of individuals and with sound, with frequency, we should be able to negate it and turn it around. And so there's a lot of people working on that. What are your thoughts on that? And, and is it possible for us to be able to do it in the time frame we need it to be done by? Because we don't want to lose half of our brothers and sisters on this planet because of... Yeah. Um, I haven't really spent a lot of time on that because I've been preparing these other books. Um, so I certainly don't know where the research is and it's going, but if you can change a 5G signal, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of energy that can be changed. I'm sure there's ways. And so am I. I'm sure there's ways. I was just wanting to hear your opinion. And I yeah. say it too, I'm because like, I know there's people all working. Sherry's working on it. And I know I have other friends that are working on it. Different people around the world, they're all very serious trying to turn this around. And 
Um, and I keep, I want to welcome anybody who is interested in doing that to work on it because it, the more the merrier and we are going to need people that know how to do this. Um, but I'll, now getting back to uh, the subject of the the elites keeping secrets, you know, most of our buildings in Washington, D.C. and in, you know, in Rome, they're all on ley lines. Yes. Now, you, you say that the, the elites have kept secrets through the years. Is this pretty much the majority? Is this a big part of the secrets that they keep is how sound affects us? And do they use sound to control us? Okay, um, I'm not inside all the governments, but um, my understanding is that's way back from Atlantis, Atlantis sinking, is that um, there was a lot of blame going around. I've read uh, accounts where people say um, it was chaotic rhythm beats, it was sound, but there was a lot of stories and rumors and in, 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 in beliefs in ancient times that part of the reason why ants ancient Atlantis sunk was due to the misuse of sound. I'm not saying that's true or not true. I'm saying I've read little tidbits um, all over the globe that you have to keep this high mystic energy secret because um, somebody like Adolf Hitler can get into it. And by the way, he was trying to get into this kind of information. But the the like you look at all your ancient mystery schools, all these body of knowledge, look at Pythagoras. In order to get in, you had to prove your virtues because they didn't want you to misuse. And if you blab the secrets so somebody without virtue got it, they killed you. In the Pythagorean school, like much of these, you talk, you die. And um, so you find this knowledge coming down and it varies per culture and the music and the architecture reflects very much in the values and the personalities and the genetics of the local people because we're all vibration and, um, you know, we absorb our surroundings. And it, it's been really, I would say, you can look at music. Music began free, um, like in, in Bach's lifetime. So prior to um, the early part of the classical period. The Catholic Church says what you can and can't do. And I know people get very angry about that. And I don't agree with that. But everybody else did, you know, that that was the way of thinking. And when Martin Luther came in, and he broke the back of the Catholic Church, all those musicians who, by the way, were high masons and in, in the Solomon's temple order, all kinds of stuff, they were all mystic people. And they all started composing and they all started using the ancient methods at that point in time. And the other thing that happened was, um, so music breaks open and um, prior to that, how did like a musician or some of these people make a living? You were either hired by a king like Haydn to write regal music to celebrate the king or you were in a church like Bach and you play, you know, for the religious order. But at that time, um, people began to play in their neighbor's house and people gave donations. And all of a sudden, music became a way to make a living. So you didn't have to adhere to the church's rules or the king's. And you began to do what you do. And the ancient people 
with their idea that you wouldn't want this out to the masses lest it get misused, they would just roll over in their graves. But it was to me at that musical, at that magical musical point when music became controlled by the people. Hey, if um, Chopin makes a lot of money because everybody goes to see his his music in somebody else's house, that encourages the next musician. And and I think at that point in time globally, it's kind of like um, free thought became more open, and it just kind of gradually. And now almost all the mystery schools they're open. You, you know, the stuff is available. Um, you can buy the book on Amazon. Not everybody's running to read it, but um, most of that stuff, I believe, has been made um, free and open to the public. The public doesn't understand what they got. Well, let me ask you, the digital music started at Hertz 432, and then they removed the positive effects on our brain and changed it to 440. What did that do, that change, and why would they have done that? Well, there's two two things on that. First of all, we are music, and I, and that's not an allergy. We are, and if you, we are nature, and if you look at nature, she does not pick um, the same frequencies all the time. She has favorites. She likes the sounds of the spiral, and yes, that spiral is a sound. It's in most musical scales. It's in ancient musical scales. It's in harmonic and just intonation musical scales. So she's got her favorites, and when we tune to her favorites, we become healthy, whole, our aura lights up, our illness goes away. So um, in ancient times, we always tuned to the musical scale of the spiral. And it was at the time when freedom came that we lost that particular pattern. Um, what happened was, let's say I'm going to, I'm, I'm Chopin and I want to go out and I, I'm going to go over to my friend's house and I'm trying to make a living. So I need someone to sing with me. And, you know, I don't, I don't have a piano that plays in her key range because you see, when you tune to these ancient scales, which are far more important than I think than the tuning pitches, and I'll get to the tuning pitches, but when you tune to these ancient scales, you would need a piano for the key of A, piano for the key of D, a piano different. And you can even see these ancient pianos, and they would have each key stacked up like a bridal cake, because the the mathematics of a spiral, the found the the nature patterns are different than the equal temperament. And as soon as we tuned to the equal temperament scale, we had the industrial revolution. We disconnected from nature and we plundered her. So that was the effect of that musical change. And the 432 comes into the heart. 432 is the distance from here to the moon. I mean, it's like, um, it's a number that you find in our solar system. It's a number that you find in our universe, our body, our galaxy the earth, and it resonates right in your heart. It's very centering, very harmonious, very good. Is 440 is good now. But now I'm going to also give you another little piece of information. As I research throughout time, you know, people right now focus on going from 432 to 430. We're, we're talking about 100 years. Well, let's go back 10,000. They tuned in um, China to F. They still tune to C in um, India. Like if you go to an ancient Hindu healing concert, the musicians are always late 
and they're going to tune their instruments for 45 minutes. Now, come on, it takes, I'm a musician, it takes you 30 seconds. But they tuning the audience so that their healing music is more effective. And their music and their healing modalities based coming out of the Indian healing, not a Brahmins, it's based on C. And then that correlates to that kind of pink color that the Dalai Lama wears. So you find throughout time that people had tuning notes of C, D, E, F, and so forth. And now, you know, we were at this beautiful heart frequency. And I guess I'm not surprised because 440 is the earth standard, but most orchestras, most bands, most musicians are now up to 440. And I predict that we will soon be tuning to not the heart chakra, but the throat chakra. And that as time goes on, we'll start tuning to this and to this. And why? Why? Because the 432 was really good for us. Is, is it still good for us, just different? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go back and listen and listen. It vibrates, invigorates, heals, multiplies heart energy. Who doesn't want that? The 432, right? But over now, time, music ahead. is tuning root, sacral, solar, heart, throat, third eye, crown. So the 440 is not bad. It's just different. It is different. And it, it creates like um, that and the equal temperament create like an oral caffeine. So are we better off as humans to be at 432 than 440? Well, if I have a choice, I always go to the 432 because I like to have my heart opened. I feel good and I feel it's a very, I feel it's the most powerful chakra. But I don't mind, and most orchestras are no longer 440. And the reason why is, is like, let's say you were having a battle of the bands and everybody tuned to 440 and you went in and tuned to 444 you're gonna sound brighter and stand out. And you might win. Um, you think, people don't notice these things, they don't understand, but think of Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven, tuned to 432. And can't you feel that subtle difference? And so sometimes when you're in a sea of musicians and you want your music to stand out, the band or the music or the orchestra will mess with the tuning note just for something different, something unique, something creative. So yeah, they are different. They're all different. It's very fascinating. And as we learn more how music affects our us, I think we'll be using it. And this is the, the institutions, MIT and John Hopkins and Mayo Clinic, they're all starting to get into, MIT's really into it, music. They were, they created they could take a protein, map it to music, and back again. You know, they've been doing that a lot with music, right? They take a lot of Sherry Edwards' work and they, they you know, take it as their own as she's figuring things out because we know music is the future of medicine. It would be great if we could have the benefits of both worlds. You know, if Atlantis was more right brain and maybe we're more left brain, it would be great for us to be able to have both and have a harmonizing really evolve to having both where can people learn more about you and your work because it's just absolutely fascinating what you do um i have two websites um jillswingsoflight.com and i have maybe 11 sound healing cds from 
pulling out negative emotions and adding positive virtue to tightening your muscles, tuning your organs to um, tuning your DNA. And then I'm into the, I just have released a new one on these ancient vowel codes and they would be um, portals or sigils in their mind. So lots of cool stuff in music. I have four books out and then at, uh, I have a sound healing music school there. So I go into the, the energy and the musical practices of, let's say I have classes on Atlantis on, um, uh, general sound healing on um, music from the stars, um, healing from the stars on just coming out with the druids. The druids are tuning to nature and um, how to shape shift. And um, oh my gosh, um, you know, an ancient art is healing with your voice. So it's like Sherry Edwards in reverse. Um, and there's methods where I change my pitch and tone. And I change you <laughs> so i mean there's a ton of stuff there and then i have coronavirusdefense.org and i set that one up with sherry um, because she um so kind-heartedly gave to the world frequencies to counter and the virus and to build your immune system mm -hmm. and i put them in really pretty music um and offer them for free there so both of those sites Okay, I would say. Excellent. And um I guess uh, you, what else were you gonna say? What we go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I have an interview live now on U Wealth Revolution. Um what I do every six months there is I take an ancient culture and I take their healing modalities, like their Reikis, if you will. And I'm doing the druids at the moment, and I have a lot of that out at um It's druids now, so it'll be something different in six months. Okay. It's just fascinating because you're way on the edge. You're on the, you're really on the cutting edge of this and really uh, uh, carving new, blasting new trails, I would say. And that's what makes it so interesting to talk to you because you're, you're creating the knowledge. You're not following in the footsteps of anybody else. You're actually carving the tunnel and it's just fascinating to watch how you work. So thank you so much for coming onto the show and for sharing with us your your wisdom and all the knowledge that you have accumulated over the years thank you <laughs> blessings <laughs> <laughs>